Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular episode, we will be recapping The Challenge, Season 34, War of the Worlds 2, Episode 1. And boy, oh boy, I could not be more excited. Folks, we're back. I can't believe it. Yeah, I believe it. We've been talking about it a lot on the podcast. It came as a shock. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, I was walking around. I was on cloud nine. I was like, tonight I get to watch the challenge. Let's do it. So this starts off. This is a very heavy military-themed challenge, okay? We are seeing army trucks. It looks like they're bringing supplies into the jungle. Um, there, There's a voiceover. It's TJ. He's saying that these Americans that are in these army trucks are ready to die for their country. Ready to die for their country, Tej? Yeah, that's, a, I mean, honestly, the entire, like, Vietnam War thing that was happening in the beginning of this episode, and at the end, it was there was a reprise at the end, it wasn't working for me, folks. I didn't really think it was interesting. I kind of feel like that as a concept for, as like, a, a show is, yeah, it's kind of burnt out. And then, I mean, pretty far down my list, but on my list, I it may be insensitive to folks that actually are in the army and go to war. Yeah, like to, that's true. To say I'm going to die for my country, <laughs> and, and it's like put this hole and put this ball yeah. in a hole. And then, literally, "Fortunate Son" comes on. Okay, yeah, that's the first song, "Fortunate Son." Google it if you don't know what it is. It's the one song they use for every Vietnam pick, and then. The next song to come on, a Papa Roach song. That's insensitive. <laughs> that is insensitive, okay? By the way, I do respect MTV for riding and dying with Papa Roach. Like, I mean, they brought, they put him on the map in 1999, and they are sticking with him because they have a new album out this year. I mean, for real, for real, good for you, MTV. Did MTV make Papa Roach? Yes, cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Okay. Suffocation, no breathing. So, Don't give up. Bleep. If I cut my arm, bleeding. What? That can't possibly be the no, lyrics. No, 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 no. Yes, it so, is. E even though this was a little cheesy, it's a little corny. Even though t when TJ said that they're ready to die for their country, I I said it, there was a record scratch in the house. When I heard "Fortunate Son," you guys know it. It's uh, sing it, Nick. I can't actually red, pull the white, tune. and I can't sing it either. Red, white, and blue. Don't they sing the red, I, white, and blue? We're part? not singing any more songs here. What, what's the point you're trying to make? I got a little pumped. You, it worked for you. I'm easily manipulated, and yeah. when I heard it, I was like, "Yeah, let's let's beat those Brits." I just immediately got very patriotic. So, so you, as a fan, has aligned themselves with the Americans. Oh, 100 percent. Okay, I'm still undecided. I mean, I've aligned myself with the Americans and Kyle. Um, because Kyle's an American, let's face it, you know, let's he's a traitor. It. That's what they were saying to him. He, he wants to run over. So the first interview is Zach, and it's a very level-headed Zach. Um, he, he always starts out level-headed, folks. He Don't really does. Don't let him trick your ass. <laughs> he really seems like an all-American. I mean, it's interesting to start with him. He seems like the all-American boy next door. He for seems this like first a guy who's, who's definitely not going to cheat on his girlfriend, definitely not going to quit. Yeah. These are the two things that he comes off as in this first interview. It's true. He seems like the opposite of himself. Yeah. Then we have Leroy. He's our next interview. And I'm like, I'm happy to see Leroy. I, I, when, I, when he was on the cast list and we were going over it, I was like, God, why are we bringing Leroy back? But you know what? I'm always happy to see him. That's at, thi at this point, Leroy is the guy who I kind of feel like you see in the room and you just kind of quickly turn your head so you don't have to make conversation with him because it's too awkward that you've won three times and he has never won. <laughs> one and he's been on the show 15 years longer than you yeah it, it's uh it, 
it's getting awkward, yeah. in my opinion, with Leroy. I agree. It's getting awkward. For, like three or four seasons ago, it was like, this guy needs a win. That has come and gone now, and he's even moved on storyline-wise to a thing with Cam, which has not been brought up yet on this show, so maybe it won't be. But it, it's, uh, it, it felt like he was going to get that win like two seasons ago and then didn't, and now I kind of feel like it's, a, it's, it's after his time. I agree. I agree with you. Um, but I'm all. But I'm still happy to see him. He's yeah. He's, no, sure. He feels like the. Fr- he feels like a friend. He feels like home. He does. But like home now, where like when you go back, you only can hang out for a little bit, and then you get. And started. you gotta go. Then you're like, I gotta get out of here, guys. I'm starting. <laughs> Leroy's to get, here. I'm I gotta go. To get uncomfortable. Um, this this opening is fun. I'm seeing a lot of the people that I want to see in this. Um, you know, American group. It's getting me jazzed. Car's hair looks great. Ashley's there. Cam looks incredible as always. Um, and then we see uh, the Brits. Bear is our first interview, followed by Georgia. Bear. And when we're looking over the Brits, we realize a that Kyle is playing for the UK, which is odd, uh, as Nick mentioned. And as they talk about on the show, he feels much more like a US player. He has really cemented himself with the challenge cast. Well, he's a challenge cast. He's member. a challenge cast. You know what member. I mean? There are a few of these folks who are challenge cast members. There's a few of these folks who are UK reality stars who have come to the challenge to compete. Uh, that uh, Kyle is the former. Yeah. You know, so it does feel odd for him to be on a side in which that uh, the American viewers would have to root against. Although I can all imagine that most fans of the challenge don't like Kyle. I, Interesting. I, I, I don't know that for a fact, but he doesn't come off as a nice guy. So I would imagine that like your 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 basic bitch who hangs out in uh you know um why'd you gotta use the B uh, word? Well I'm saying for you know th- that's that's a genderless <laughs> word at this point. Um, but I'm just saying your basic reality fan yeah. who doesn't really like sink their teeth into this yeah. stuff as much as we do. Yeah. You know how like we recap it every week. Yeah. Um, I would imagine they'd be like, Kyle's mean. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I can just imagine that he doesn't me, I'm a fan, you're a fan. Yeah. But I and I I don't know. On the on on the web, on the worldwide web, do do challenge fans love Kyle or is he one of those people that they don't like? I don't know. I have I had to stay off all the boards right. because you got I'm mad saying at me. Traditionally. Oh, okay. Okay, I is thought he, you were asking is he me. Some, he's somebody that people like, like challenge nuts. I don't, I, th- I don't know, I don't know, uh, guys. Okay. Will you let us know? Can no, someone, I don't want to know. I want to know if people like him because <laughs> no, I don't. I've had to stay completely off Reddit, all, uh, Twitter. I can't look at anything because things kept getting spoiled for me, and so it's like I can't do this podcast and pay attention to what people are saying. The only reason I'm asking is because I'm not too sure if like. If like MTV is like thinking like, ooh, now all the fans are gonna get pissed off at us because it's like, are you gonna oh. root for Kyle or are you gonna? No, root I don't for, think MTV. Or are that they savvy. gonna be like, they're gonna be like, yeah, that's right. Finally, Kyle's getting his just desserts. He can't hang out with any of his friends. Like, I don't think I don't think MTV's that savvy. But yeah. I will say that when we saw Kyle, I realized that um, when we did our recap of the cast last week, that I just completely forgot about the entire season of Vendettas because I kept like mentioning things about. Kyle 
Kyle from Final Reckoning and Rogan from Final Reckoning. I was talking about the season vendettas, which is completely lost in my mind. Guys, don't listen to that podcast. Don't go back and listen to it. There's a lot of faulty listen information. Listen to our trip. We got accused of doing drugs in the hotel room. It's a good story. Yeah, but then cut then it off right there. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. I kept saying Big T. I was like, that must be a big person. I can't wait to see Big T get on there. And yeah. it turns out it's the very opposite. It's a tiny, sweet woman. Um, um, anyway, but yes, Kyle is on that UK team. And it's I, I find it funny when we're um, when they're kind of lined up. The UK. Are we at the point where they're lined up looking at each other? Yeah. And, and someone says, uh, I see spray tans, greasy hair and tattoos. The Wes, Brits are here. Wes says that. I did notice that. Um, and it doesn't get mentioned till later. And I believe who mentions it is D when uh, D is flirting with Rogan. More on that a little bit later. But uh, I what I notice is sexy youth versus old ass challenge motherfuckers. <laughs> now they're not all, they're not old and they're not all ugly. But there's a lot of older, uglier people on the American side of this game. And that's just because they Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Wes. Yeah. <laughs> Wes talk, is really I mean I'm really talking about like most of the people on the show are pretty crusty older folks. I don't know. The girls are young and hot. Are the girls young and hot? Yeah. Kara is an older person at this point. Cam Cam's young and hot. Faith is young and hot. Who else? I think that um, Nani Ashley's is, looks young great. and hot. Ashley's all right. Ashley's young and I'm, hot. I don't, I'm not here to grade these folks, but I am. Sounds like you are. No, but I, I, I just kind of feel like, and I, and it might not be true because no, Kyle, because Kyle is old. And I think Joss is old. Kyle's hot. Do you know what I mean? Like I think I, they're all hot. Th- they might be old, except for Wes. Can we talk about the age here? I understand that you want to talk about hotness, but let's talk about... This is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. The age difference between the two. Yeah. You would think because these are newer reality stars from the UK that they would be much younger than a Johnny Bananas, much younger than a Wes. You know, later CT comes in, much younger than a later... And then a CT... Is that the truth, or is Joss like thirty-seven? Like, you I know think what they're I mean? younger. I think Joss might be on the older side, okay. but I do think they're younger. Is Kyle like in his thirties? I think Kyle's he... like in his mid twenties. Right, right. So I think Kyle's shockingly young, and I... so is Bear, and so is Georgia. I just kind of feel like the there there is something to be said for youth versus older folks. Yeah. And I think that's what we're looking at here. I, yeah. I think this is young folks. And I think that's what Wes is like referring to. The spray tans, the gel, the shitty tattoos. That's all. That's a young man's game. You look over at, at the American side, their haircuts. There's a lot of shaved heads going on, dog, because that's what was popping in 2005. There's a lot of shaved head. And Johnny needs to uh, take it easy on the Botox. And oh, the, interesting. Yeah, you mentioned that last yeah, night. Yeah, and mm. the fillers. I mean, his face is frozen. It is not a good look. It's yeah. also interesting. Johnny, let it go. Let it go, Johnny. Age. That was a frozen reference. All right. Oh, so gotcha. let's, uh, uh, let's let's keep well, it kicking. I just want to say that Bear makes the comment that he's he's looking around and he goes, he's he's in rookie central. He's in rookie central looking at all these people on his team. And he is. And that's when I realize that there are a shit ton of, t- of challengers I want to see on this season. I don't want to be meeting all these new people. I'm all of a sudden a grumpy old challenge fan that's asking where the hell Anissa is. Okay? All of a sudden? You've been doing that for three years. <laughs> I'm looking at this. We got 15 or whatever new cast members. I have to memorize their name and their own shows like Shipwreck and Help Me, I Was Drowning. And I don't know. I, I fell asleep babe, on an I island. I lost my bum in your arse. <laughs> yeah. I'm I don't sorry. know who these I'm people are. <laughs> Why do I got to know them? I want Nelson. Okay? I want... I want 
I want oh, I want I want Tony. I am so fine with the, what I want. Done Shane. Here. I'm so I'm so the opposite of you. I'm so into the fact that there are new people on this show and that this show is doing something totally different. Um, I guess we'll talk about this right now. I was going to save it for the end, but it actually makes more sense. When this starts happening, I started reading about the, the two teams and then the way that this played out. It got me. I really enjoyed this episode, and it got me really jazzed about the rest of this season because I was suffering from fatigue, y'all. You know that, Ash. Yeah. The, the blowhards You're know right. that. Like I didn't even want to re- recap this season, but the fact that there, excuse me, the fact that there are teams, um, it, it's. I I kind of feel like it's gone back to something that I used to really really that like got me into this show, and I like. I want to complain about the teams thing right I, now, but it involves the, what we learn at the end. Okay, Should I save it. I think that part of the reason why people like our recaps is that we run at a nice clip, and yeah. so I think we got to keep moving and okay. we'll save our comments for the end. Okay, so the American teams and the UK teams they uh they pull up in their little supply buses. They're they're talking to each other. Cam and Kaylee immediately start strategizing with each other. Um, then they all of a sudden start walking. We're not sure why. No one's really told us what's going on. But during this walk, Laurel and Bear start to hit it off. And this is when I realize that I want Laurel to fuck Bear. Um, then about 10 minutes in, we re- we meet TJ in a giant challenge sort of themed area where the challenge is spelled out in the, in the dirt. Um, no Ashley interview yet. I did clock that. Then we learn that we will be playing a game called trench warfare and the first team to move all their flags to their side will get uh, dibs on picking reinforcements and we're like who are the reinforcements and that's when ctd natalie and turbo walk out and they don't explain what they do or what's going on until the very end of this game so i don't even really know what a reinforcement means this is are they now a part of the team well we'll get into it after we're done talking about the game i, I would like talk to about also say really quick. okay i'd like Go to ahead. also say that within the beginning intro of introducing this game is the first time on season 34 of the challenge war of the worlds 2 that we get a very obvious TJ voiceover. I mean, could not have been more blatant. Love that it happened in the first 10, 12 minutes. There was one. I, I, I didn't take any notes, so I won't tell you which one. But there was one egregious uh, additional audio recording. Um, so what I find, like, this is, if you, have, if you haven't watched this show and you just listen to our recaps, I doubt that's happening. But I, I like that they've repackaged an old classic. They, they love doing the... People are running down a tiny hallway, dog. Yeah. Like, that's what they hall love. Hall brawl. Yeah, like hall brawl. But this time, it's nature because there are trees on each side. Yeah. Which actually make it kind of more fun, in my opinion, because when you push somebody and knock them over, they fall into a bush. And if, if you've ever uh, seen anybody get pushed into a bush before, it's tough to get out of one. And it kind of hurts, but it also doesn't hurt that bad because you don't hit the ground. It's funny. It is funny to see people get knocked in the bushes. Tori Deal elbowed Zahida, I think. Just, oh, yeah. Just like checked her, elbow, uh, shoulder checked her. And then uh, Idris, or Idris, we do not know which. Americans because it was are... mispronounced multiple times. Well, we don't know. Nobody's corrected yeah. us. He's never said his name. Yeah. So I, the Americans are calling this rookie from the UK who's a boxer. Uh, they're calling him Idris. And uh, the UK are calling him Idris. That may just be um, how each accent pronounce, 
pronounces these things. I knew uh, a man named Idris. So I lean on Idris. Idris sounds right to me. Because maybe there's more British people named Idris, and that's why I'm hearing it more. Yeah. So I don't know, folks. More on that later. <laughs> but he elbows Wes so, I mean, gives him a little elbow check, and Wes flies like 30 feet into a bush. Like, Wes so hard, like a house of cards. Really. He really does. He's he's a weak-boned man at this point. He's a weak-boned man, and he also, his, uh, his strategy's fallen apart, which we'll learn in this episode as well. So this is a this is a rousing game. Honestly, this is fun. I wasn't expecting to get so into this first game. Normally, when they do these first things, where like you're in a challenge right now, it's like you got to run to the top of that mountain or something, and it's, it's just yeah. kind of like boring. And also the whole episode. Remember they did that? That's vendettas. That's vendettas. The whole episode. Where yeah, they were running up a mountain. Well, then boring. They, had, they had to like sleep in a thing too. Boring. And, it was, and you know what else I liked about this is that it wasn't a freaking purge. No, this was a classic. This was just a first just challenge. Bone. Let's see who's got the power now. Yeah, this wasn't a per. I'm so sick of these like first episodes. Now we le- we lose two people we don't even know. It's like, why are you even showing them to me? So these people also, a few of them had body cams on. And what was interesting is you see one player and you're seeing their point of view running with a body cam. They collide with another player. There's blood splattered on the yeah. cam. There's yeah. like a little trickle of blood, which I thought was excellent. And it was just wild seeing all these people running with the flags back and forth. And it you- was so fun. And we are, uh, we would be, we have to mention Laurel could not be happier that she is back on this show. So excited to see her. She had some great interviews up top that we didn't mention where she, uh, she's like, I'm Laurel. I've won this shit before, you know, suck my dick. I don't remember what she said, but I know that I laughed out loud. And I know that she's back and she's got attitude and she's just so much herself. I don't know why she is such a compelling person to watch, but she realizes halfway through this uh, or towards the end of this trench warfare that the Americans are behind and that she needs to stall the Brits so that her teammates can catch up. So she straight up bullies Big T from the other uh, team. She and just body blocks just her. Just kind of uses her flag and her body and is like, I'm twice the size of you. You're not getting in here. And like keeps just bumping her away <laughs> yeah. from getting and through. And Big T's like, I don't know what I, I've never, I, oh, I'm not one, athletic. Oh. At one point I hear her kind of yell, help me. <laughs> Yeah, somebody <laughs> help me! I can't get through. And Laurel is just kind of like in her interview, like, "Yeah, no, you're you're just not going to get through." Sorry, my teammates are behind. And she allows Faith to get through. They push Faith's ass right over the fucking wall, and she pops her flag in. And who wins, Ash? American. Wow, that's a big first win, folks. Oh yeah. And what they win is the chance to choose which of the reinforcements go on which team. Mm-hmm. So each team gets one man and one woman and the americans make that choice Oof. now they're doing a lot of debating right now okay at this point um our doorbell rang and ash had to go get a salad downstairs so i'm gonna t- <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take it over for the next minute they're debating and what i'm seeing is wes wes is is trying to tell everybody to not pick ct this is something that you don't see ash so later Ooh. Jordan makes the call. I thought we'll it talk was Jordan. It. No, yeah. no, no. So they're all talking, and uh, um, you know, uh, the people who you would think, your Caras, your Paulies, um, your uh, uh, who's the big doof? Uh, Zach. Your Zach. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, all going like you can't. We got got to pick CT. Like got to pick CT. Like come on. He's like uh, we can't have CT on the other team. You know they're making the point like he's gonna have all the strategy. And then you got Wes going, 
Turbo won last year. He's like, and then he actually brings up a really good point. He's like, yeah, CT is a beast, but what happens if it's a climbing challenge, a hanging challenge, things like that? It's yeah. just not going to work out. And I happen to agree with Wes that Turbo is a better pick. Well, I agree too. I mean, I want to pick CT for nostalgia reasons. Of course. Um, I want to pick CT. I like him more than Turbo. I mean, I you know, and not to say that I don't like Turbo. I just really like CT. Of course. But on that stand, he's kind. He's kind of looks a little wheezy. <sighs> he's doing the he's thing doing where he's the... he's plucking his shirt because he's a fat boy. I know all. Yeah, about the fat that. boy shirt pool. If you guys uh, have um, seen the Netflix uh, hilarious sketch show called "I Think You Should Leave," there's a sketch dedicated to a guy who in invented a shirt with a little knob on it so you can pull it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. It's exactly what CT is doing. Yeah, he just keeps plucking at his shirt. As, he... as a fat boy who's done that his entire life, I always notice when people are plucking their shirt because they're uncomfortable with their body shape. And he's wheezing, you know? it's It seems like a lifetime of smoking has caught up with him. You got to admit, though, he is a massive man. He yeah, looks he's, more massive than ever. He's a wall of meat. He really looks like a power lifter at this point, folks. Yeah, um, he's giant. It, it's crazy. Okay, And so, if I was in that position, I would pick CT. Yeah, I don't know what I would. I But my knee-jerk reaction was like Turbo's a better pick, but Same. they're, they're going to pick CT. My, my reaction was Turbo's a better pick, but I would pick CT, and they should pick CT. I believe Laurel is saying pick CT. You yeah, know, the, it, old, the old school people except are saying. for Wes. I mean, because yeah. Wes is the contrarian. Wes always has his own thing. And Wes can't ever trust any of the people that he came up with on this show because yeah. they were such adversaries at, when they started that even though they're old school vets, they still, I mean, the old, the two oldest school, uh, you know, rivals on this are, are Bananas and, and Wes and CT and Wes. And CT and Wes seem to not really talk to one another uh, that much. And Bananas and Wes fucking hate each other, supposedly, even yeah. though we saw on the Maury show that that ain't true. Yeah, we know what's up. Whatever. So then they make the decision. Oh, by the way, immediately, this is the other thing you met. Immediately, Wes uh, goes, all right, D goes to the other team. And, uh... And then they're like, but D was your partner last time. He's like, yeah, but you know. Anyway, all right, let's talk about the Whoa. guys. Yeah, it's just like, which honestly, is it in a, uh, to me, it's a no-brainer ninja. Ninja was the yeah. only female to, to, to cross the finish line last year. Yeah. And she's a ninja warrior. Yeah. And she wants to compete real bad. Um, and even when they talk to one another later, uh, Ninja and D, D's like, I don't want to compete against you, Ninja. You're my best friend. And D's, and, and Ninja's like, yeah, no, I can't wait to compete against you. Right there. I'm like, I want the person that wants to compete against a right. friend, you know? So now they have to make the choice. And who makes the choice? Who's the mouthpiece? Well, that's Jordan. Mm -hmm. And the reason that Jordan is speaking for the whole team is, I believe Laurel says, because the only reason he's talking is because he has the biggest mouth out of all of us. And so now you can start to see, like, okay, Jordan's going to be an issue on this show. And, and not in a negative way, but you're going to get a lot of fucking Jordan on this show. I'm happy Jordan's back. Absolutely. I'm I very happy. He's a two-time champ. Um, he is a person that supposedly fights for the right of the, you know, he's supposedly a good person on this show, even though I kind of feel like he's got too much to prove he's and it annoys me yeah. sometimes. Um, but still, uh, I enjoyed him on this first episode and he makes proudly proclaims, um, TJ, we're taking turbo, we're taking turbo and Tej we're taking ninja and CT is heartbroken. Yeah. I mean, he's upset folks. He's got to go hang out with the CT. UK kids, man. 
He only knows Kyle. I know. And he's like, and I think he was very sure that they were going to pick him. And yeah, they did of course. Not. And it is like, can't look this guy in the eye style. Like, it, it, this is bad news. That's really, it's really, really, really sad. And kind of shame on MTV for putting them all in that situation. Um, then no, we, this is what we love. Not shame on MTV. I feel bad for CT. But here's the thing. Okay, so this is what's not told to us. Are they on that team the whole time? They never mention yeah. when they, you know, or what they do on the team. Like, or do they count as regular cast member, like regular team yeah, members? Like, or are they just brought in? Can on they win the times? money? Like, yeah, what's their deal? Why are they different? Why did we have to play for these folks? Um, it could have just been a fun monkey wrench in the game. Then we learned that Wes, Laurel, and Jordan formed the tribunal. This is when I was getting my salad, and I don't know why those three formed the tribunal. Literally, TJ goes, okay, so um, we need one volunteer. And then they all looked at Jordan, and he raised his hand, and he goes, great, you're in the tribunal, now you get to pick two people. That's literally how it went down. Oh, wow. I don't know why it went down that way, but it was just like they chose Jordan to speak for their team, so that means Jordan was the person that was picked. Turned out that that person gets to be in the first tribunal, and then that person gets to take two more people. So he picked Laurel he and West. first Wes. Then Laurel. Interesting. And then we get a uh, interview from Tori going, well, you know, I am uh, Jordan's fucking girlfriend. I thought maybe she would he would pick me, but I guess it makes sense because we don't want to look like we're too attached. As we all know, that can be a liability on this show, which they're AKA absolutely right. Cara and Polly. Right. So you don't want to be a Cara and Polly. So they're trying to keep distance. Plus, they're already in cahoots. It's better that Jordan now gets in cahoots with some other strong players to make their alliance stronger. It was a strong move. And honestly, I don't think I would have picked any other two people. Those are the yeah. two people I think I would have I agree. Picked. I think Jordan, the reason why I like watching Jordan so much is he knows how to play this game. Yeah. He's good. So TJ explains that with the tribunal, no one can be in the tribunal two times in a row, which is a great little wild rule. twist. I like that. that. That means no one's cruising to any final. Yeah. You, you cannot cruise. You can't cruise. Um, and that you get to pick anyone from either team. So I, each yeah. week, one of the teams, it'll be like a male or female elimination for that team. But the tribunal can pick someone from their team. To have to go up against the person on the other team, or what you would think they would do is pick a person from the other team to go up against a person from the other team. This is a wild twist that got me very excited because this now really is like you can't trust anybody. Because as we all know, like eventually they're going to be competing against your own team for the final, and there are going to be some people on this team that you're on that you don't want to be competing against yeah. later and you want your friends to be in that position and it's time to thin out the herd and this is when everybody starts looking around and going fuck I knew it I can't trust any of these motherfuckers mm -hmm. this is going to be a slimy slimy game and I couldn't be more excited so that brings us back to the challenge house. Um, we don't really get a shot of them going into their rooms. We, we see them in their rooms bouncing around and stuff, but not the usual. I call this one. I call that one. Um, and then the, the, in the next few scenes are all about establishing relationships that are in the house already. We see Polly and Kara literally at CT's feet as if he is old man CT giving them a lesson and their children gathered around the hearth, the hearth. And um, they're talking about how they wanted to pick him. Then we see a UK bunk party. All the girls, all these rookie girls and Georgia 
are just bouncing up and down, having the best time. This is exciting for them. Georgia's best friend, Nicole, is there. We saw her hitting it off earlier with Johnny. Then we cut to the U.S. bunks, and they are not as fun. There is more tension in the U.S. bunks with the girls. We see um, a brief little awkward moment with Laurel and Kara, and then Laurel explains why her and Kara fell apart, and then Kara sort of explains why her and Laurel fell apart. And you know what? I think that they're both probably right. Yeah, and they also don't seem to be too pissed at one another at this point in time. Yeah. Um, although they do they do mention, Carr mentions that it was over living with her, and then now she believes that Laurel has spent a few years on Twitter talking shit about her. Well, that was I felt like was like a little bit of a sound clip. What it boiled down to me was Laurel saying Carr doesn't know who she is. Okay, and that's she doesn't know who she is or what she wants. I agree with that. And then Cara saying Laurel's incredibly nice, but also incredibly cold. And I believe that to be true as well. Yeah, she actually Laurel says that uh, Cara was too into um, followers followers, and that's not really what I'm into. Mm hmm. Wow. Shady shit. Wes immediately starts strategizing with the Brits. We see him go over and talk to Joss and Rogan. Um, he's already got a whole thing set out. Wes is already playing both sides. Then we see Georgia and Josh from Big Brother, who was Amanda's partner. Georgia and Joss. Josh. Oh, Josh, you're right. Georgia and Josh, <laughs> who was on Big Brother. I, I corrected you like such a dick. I'm like, his name is Joss. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I completely forget about Josh always. I like him. No, I, liked I like him, him last too. season. I like him too. I like him. Um, he was Amanda's biggest fan last season. Yeah, I liked how sweet he was to Amanda. He seems to be genuinely good friends with Davon, and I kind of trust her opinion. How about this uh, sweet talking with uh, George? I man? loved I mean, it. He really, I mean, you could tell this man has talked. He talks so much already, and he it actually, his mouth kind of gets him in a little hot water later. Yeah. But uh, in this situation, the way that he's sweet talking Georgia and Georgia's basically just like melting in his hands. Yeah. You could tell this guy talks a huge game in no matter what situation he's in. I mean, the sweet nothings he's whispering in her ear. I just think you're so incredible and I like your energy and you're just so beautiful. And it's just like clearly you and I click and, and I'm just vibing with you and I think you're amazing and an incredible spirit. And just like every little carrot to wax, he's doing it. Yeah. And you know what? I fell for it. I was ready to make out with them. <laughs> I think Josh and uh, Georgia are a cute couple. And then we learn that some guy named Sean feels left out. God, he, this guy seems like a real <laughs> stick in the mud, Sean. And he won a reality show called Shipwrecked? It's very odd. Folks, uh, write in. Should we be finding Shipwrecked and watching it? It seems like Survivor plus the challenge meets I don't give a fuck. So if that's the <laughs> truth, write in. Then a very our first altercation of the season happens in a scene that left us pretty baffled. I mean, we just kind of see Josh and CT get into it very quickly. Laurel is there. Kyle is there. All that I can tell is that CT was having a conversation with Kyle and then Josh walked in and started talking and then CT got upset and was leaving. And then yeah, Josh yeah, over there walking in talking like Socrates. Yeah. What, what was he saying? I guess Josh was giving him advice or yeah, something. Yeah, something, yes. I think that's probably what it was. Like, and then Josh is like, I never disrespected you. And he's yelling that. No, no, you know what, bro? Here's the thing. I actually liked you. 
Yeah. Like that was what Josh Josh kept saying. I actually thought you were cool. Yeah. And it was just like, see, he's like, get out of my room. You try to get the last word in my room. I'm talking to my friends coming over here like Socrates. Yeah. And it's like they're get they're puffing. Uh, CT's puffing chests out. Now we never know what the hell's going on. We know Laurel's sitting there. I think Kara is sitting there. I don't think Kara's there. Who's, Laurel who's and Kyle. The, it's, it's Kyle. Kyle. That's right. Because CT was talking to Kyle. But then everyone in the house gets involved at a certain point. We see like Nani throwing a beer kind of in the camera <laughs> line. Try, and then there there's a cameraman and some bodyguards trying to break it up. And, and eventually they uh, CT lunges at Josh. Josh doesn't back down, but he doesn't necessarily lunge forward. And they kind of scream and yell until they get further and further away from one another. And then CT goes and works out. And CT... Um, uh, uh, what do you call that? Squats like three hundred, like like four hundred and eighty pounds, and screams and yells. And I think that what we learn is that CT's feelings are hurt. This is what's going on here. They never mention what they're talking about because what's probably happening is CT is talking to his friends like, "I can't believe I didn't get picked. I can't believe I didn't get picked." And Josh, because he has a big fucking mouth, comes in. And he's like, "You know what, bro? You you could think bad about this, but you gotta also think that also Socrates, Socrates, uh, po- uh, Pythagorean <laughs> theorem, oh my god, um, Socratic method." Um. So anyway, and then. And then literally CT's like, bro, I just had, drank a bottle of wine and smoked 16 packs of cigarettes. <laughs> you get out of my fucking room. You know, and then he's just pissed. He's waiting to like air it out on somebody. And that's who he chose because he got in his way. Um, and and it's probably not the, the best way to start a season if you're CT, uh, unless you're me, because I love seeing this. See, I love seeing CT getting pulled apart in, in a bedroom. That takes us to D and Rogan canoodling. They have chemistry. And then they're talking game theory. All of a sudden, they're forming an alliance, these two. They must have known each other before the show. D lets us know that she's single. And we learn that Rogan used to be or is a stripper of some kind. Yeah. Then we learn that Sean, the boring guy, is going to be the sacrificial lamb. Rogan um, says that he thinks Bear should be voted in. And then he says, it doesn't seem like the UK people like Bear. And then Rogan says he had his season about Bear. Meaning he's already been in the spotlight. Let's get him the fuck out of here. Rogan's whole storyline is the fact that he was kicked off on the first day. He got eliminated on the purge of Vendettas because he couldn't finish um, running up that mountain because of back. Yes. Um, And he's really got a lot to fight for. And he's actually featured quite a bit on this show. Then um, Rogan and D have sex, I think. Yeah, and they don't necessarily they say, say it, but they talk about how it shouldn't be awkward. Yeah, the next morning we're, we see them having the let's not be weird conversation. Well, literally D in her in her interview was like, literally, I want to rip his clothes off and have my way with him. Yeah. And so it's like, wow, okay. And then the next morning they're all joking and she says something about him lasting 20 seconds and then they're alone and they're saying, let's not make this weird. And then they, but they seem to also, be exclusive he's like i'm very casual and she's like casual and exclusive and he's like okay and he's like uh, yeah 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 sure yeah <laughs> then we see the pool so this is the next morning we see at the pool um wes is talking to bear and theo and kyle and adris and he's like who do you guys want us to vote in you know he's like trying to get information um then we see johnny talking to josh and he's like look over there look at look at look at wes look at that little weasel he's trying to manipulate uh the UK and he's just doing if he if he's this is something Johnny does that I think is interesting he says to Josh like if Wes isn't trying to manipulate you it's because he knows he can't control you like if Wes isn't having this conversation with you which is like 
is Johnny manipulating Josh? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it's it's the the, the pots that are calling kettles certain colors. Yeah, uh, are it's wild in this game. That brings us to the vote where we're in like um I don't know like a hut type thing, and uh, the tribunal is sitting up above the UK team, which is going to vote. The UK team has to vote one person in for elimination from their team, and um. Basically, the boring guy, Sean, gives a little speech about how he should not be voted in, and he's a really good team member, and blah, 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 and then the UK UK team puts in Sean. Yeah. <laughs> and one person, Big T, puts in Bear. Yeah. Who seems to have been on maybe shipwreck with Sean. They had like a little bit of an alliance, although uh, Ashley asked whether or not they were dating. I couldn't really tell. What was Who happening. knows what was going on? Now, something that we didn't mention before, I think, is the winners of the challenge, the tribunal gets to be in on the opposite team's deliberation and vote. And then whoever they vote in, they get to interrogate because it's war. Yeah, well, it's also they get to, I think they get to interrogate anyone they want from the team, or they could talk to the whole team as a whole, but they were like, we're done with all of you, we're going to keep Sean. No, they get to interrogate, they're in on the vote, so they can see how people vote, so that's good strategy to see if everybody likes this person, or if only the majority likes, hates this person, Um, and then they're only talking to, they only get to interrogate one person, and that's the person they chose, Mm. and so now, Laurel, Wes, and Jordan quote unquote interrogate Sean from shipwreck interesting because I thought that was a choice that Wes uh, made I didn't realize no, that all, that was just part of the it's game actually Jordan tells them all to leave and go we only we only talk to this guy so you guys can go so this is incredible this scene because they really just manipulate they, they just play with this little puppet man and bully this man <laughs> um, and then they basically tell him he has to answer all their questions honestly Wes says this is essentially court and Jordan and Laurel like side eye Wes like is this really is he really doing this? Wes is like, you have to answer honestly. This is basically court. Um, they get Sean to spill all the beans. Sean's like, Yeah, I'd like to go. I think Bear deserves to be in my position. Um, I'd like to go up against Bear. They get all the information they can from this guy, and then they're like, Okay, you should go tell Bear exactly what you just said right now. And he's like, Are you guys putting in Bear? And they're like, We're we're not gonna tell you what we're gonna do, but if you're a good sportsman, you'll let Bear know what you said. And he's just like looks sad and walks away yeah he really thinks that like he had to tell these people all the all, everything and there wasn't much to tell because he didn't get much intel because his own team kind of shunned him for a day so it did it didn't really look like they gleaned so much information but what ended up happening was i think um you know some of the american teams got to learn a little bit more about their own uh, teammates and that is jordan uh with wes uh, and that comes up in the next couple of scenes. Has Jordan and Wes had an alliance before? I don't think so. Oh, interesting. Okay, so then that brings us to Johnny talking to Laurel and Jordan and saying, don't vote for Bear, because Wes is trying to get them to vote for Bear. Saying, don't vote for Bear. Wes has an alliance with Josh, Joss and Rogan, and that is who he's trying to predict. If you want protect. to protect, if you want to see Wes, uh, see where Wes stands, um, introduce the idea of putting in Joss and Rogan and see how he reacts. My question is, how does Johnny know? Johnny knows all. And they're also like, first of all, they're like friends. 
they were on the Maury show together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't hate they I think that their power struggle to who runs the house is very real. Yeah. But I think that they'll talk to each other and it's not they're not keeping that many secrets to one another because they are themselves. They are both sides of the dirty coin on 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 this uh, show. So they're much like one another. So I, I and also it didn't to me look like Wes was being that sneaky about any of this stuff. Yeah, he's, he's talking just to like openly in a pool. talking Everybody's to in everybody. The pool, you know what I mean? Like so Laurel and Jordan when they meet with Wes ne- next, they suggest Rogan and Wes really like says like he kind of pretty much very very quickly is like nah you don't want to put rogan in and nah, he's man, gonna... you, don't, you don't want to do that because he's got an alliance with joss and then joss will be out for blood man he'll be yeah. out for blood he won't yeah. stop yeah and why doesn't west just say like can we not put rogan in this time i kind of like like the guy and i don't know no why can't he do because that because it's there apparently they're supposed to be on two different teams that's number one and jordan's the guy who's like talking about team allegiance number two he didn't reach out to laurel and jordan um, when you get to see the Brady Bunch uh, grid where you see Wes reaching out to all of these people, he reached out to almost everybody else except for these two. And there's a reason why, because those two are like, I'm not going to go with you. Um, so it, it's uh, by 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 letting them know, by not letting them know their alliances, that means that he is not going to be able, uh, Jordan is not going to be able to see the seeds of other people he's talked to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like once he finds out that he's You're saying it's like with... a breadcrumb trail. Exactly. Once you find that first breadcrumb. And then it's just like, oh, also he's talked yeah. to this person and also Kara and Polly are in my pocket. And then all of a sudden you look like a threat. Yeah. So you got to keep it all secret because once one domino falls for Wes, the way he plays this game, they're all going to fall. I could not believe how quickly Wes was exposed. I can't believe in the first episode. And you know what? That makes me think this is not going to be a good season for Wes. Wes needs to be exposed like five or six episodes in. First episode and his strategy is already being um, picked apart and discussed by other team members. I mean, that's not a good look. I also noticed that his framing is more slimy than is underdoggy in this. Edit. Yeah, it's more slimy than underdoggy. Which and means like the TV does not want us to pull for him exactly. And it's more slimy sloppy than it is strategic usually it's like Wes is like he's running a strategy this just feels like that the editing felt like look at this sloppy asshole we talked to all these people he can't keep his ends loose he can't keep his loose ends tied blah 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 then we see so Wes after he has this conversation with Jordan and Laurel he goes and talks to Joss and he's like Joss your boy Rogan was brought up in the conversation I defended him, but you should let him know that he's being discussed. Rogan, Joss goes to talk to Rogan. Rogan's like, I can't have this, okay? I was eliminated on the first episode of my first season. I can't be eliminated on the first episode of my second season. I'll never be back, you know? Like, my career is at stake here. So Rogan goes to talk to Jordan. And you know what? I really I really respected both Rogan and Jordan in this conversation because Rogan is like, look, dude, please don't put me in. I can't go home like this is going to really mess up everything for me. And he's having he's being very genuine. And Jordan sees that respects it. And Jordan's like, listen, tell me who told you. And, and I, you know, tell me who told you. And 
Um, I will respect you more for it. And Rogan's like, Joss told me because Wes told him, you know, and it doesn't even really feel like he's selling out Wes. It just feels like he's being, he's playing this game very honestly and real. Jordan respects it. And then we cut to a scene where Leroy is talking to um, a bunch of the other team members and he's saying, who's the tribunal going to vote for? We should be voting together as a team. They haven't even talked to any of us. And that's when I realized, damn, that's a really good point. Why isn't the tribunal talking to their team? And it's because no one can be trusted. Agreed. That brings as as much as you want to say, you know, I agree with you with the the conversation between uh, Rogan and Jordan. Yeah. Uh, But also it was just an incredible play on Jordan because later you find out who they did pick. They probably were never going to pick Rogan. Yeah. It was just to suss out who the rat was and he found out who the rat was. So really it's a Jordan move that was sparked by Johnny that actually was going on here. And he's like, yeah, don't worry. I'm, I'll respect, I, I can't make any promises, but I'll respect you for this. Meanwhile, in the back of his head, he's like, I'm not going to throw you in. There are other people to throw in, and you seem like a, t- a tougher competitor than some of these people. Why would I immediately put you on my bad side when I can cut a rookie? So it's, um, I think it's more of a strategic move than a like stand-up move from Jordan. And I think it's more of a squirrely scared move than a stand-up move from Rogan. Yeah. He threw his whole alliance under You're the You're right. He really did. But uh, all right, let's continue. And also, he would have just totally beat Sean. Let's not forget that. That brings us to the proving ground, which is where we're going to be seeing eliminations for this entire season. As the, as the U.S. team files onto the deck to watch this elimination, Laurel whispers to Wes, who are you going to vote for? And then Wes whispers back, whoever you guys are going to vote for. They're going into this elimination not on the same page. This is not good for Wes. I'm telling y'all, I, I can see Wes's beginning downfall from this first episode. U.S., who's it going to be, TJ asks. And then he has Wes vote first, which is, that sucks for Wes. Because Wes is clearly going to vote for whoever Laurel and Jordan vote for. So Wes just throws in Bear. Bear is like, uh, you know, why is he? Why is this guy got something out for me? And it's like, you guys don't get along. He's always going to vote for you. Can I do an aside here really quick? Just Please. very quick. Yeah. So there's been points in this episode where people are referring to the fact that Bear's not talking to anybody. Bear seems real sad. And it's kind of under the guise of people wanting Bear to go home and that his own team doesn't really care about him being there. Yeah. I believe this is 100% fueled by his controversy on Instagram. Oh. And I believe that people, he has not talked to any of his friends on this show i think he's like kind of a superstar in like let's just call him like a uh, paulie d of uh the uk and that he's in an upper echelon and he got taken down if you thought we saw it here in america the tabloids in uh in the uk are a thousand times harsher and stronger he probably went through a really hard year where his friends like turned his back on him a lot of those people probably on this show and he hasn't seen any of them until this show again and it's probably mad off Awkward, and they're probably like, we're probably not going to talk to this guy. Plus, he's probably a scumbag, so we should just let him go. And I think that was a lot of why Bear was kind of scared that he was going to go home, not just because of of Wes. You're Wes right. is the story reason because they can't really bring up the other stuff with the Instagram. Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, yes, I agree. So Wes votes in Bear. That's when Laurel votes in Adris, followed by Jordan, who also votes in Idris. Idris. Then they go down, Sean and Idris. TJ says, it's nice to meet you. 
And I realized they don't even freaking know TJ. They don't even freaking These know These little TJ. babies. TJ introduces the game that they will be playing, and it is Hold On To Your Buttholes Pole Wrestling Already. Yeah, wild. First episode. First episode, y'all. Best out of three wins. We all know the game. Uh, both competitors have both hands on one pole, and you got to wrestle it out of the hands of the other competitor best at a three uh wins it so uh how does it go down ash sean doesn't stand a chance i thought he did sean's like a built guy plus he's won a, sh a show before and there might have been physical i thought he did a stand a chance and he honestly didn't uh do as poorly as he could have um but you know the whole backstory of uh you know idris or idris he's a boxer is, he's a boxer but he didn't look that much bigger than sean to be honest he, Idris beats him. Beats him. Yeah, two times in a row. In a row. Yeah, I guess I guess Sean had a, a, a slight chance. You kind of thought Sean was going to win because of editing. Because when they go down to the elimination, I was like, there's no way Sean's going to win. And you were like, well, the well, way that they're editing yeah, Why this... did we learn so much about him? We didn't hear anything about Idris. But then I was like, well, maybe because we're going to learn a lot more about Idris later down the line. And this is Sean's done. And Sean yeah. is done. Turned out that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Um, also, I'd love to say that during the tribunal, when they were uh, grilling Sean, they asked him what show he was from and what it was about. And he was like, you win it uh, with your personality and by winning challenges. And then Laurel said, well, why didn't you use any of those skills here? Yeah, he's like, well, I just met these people. He's like, yeah, but that's what you said you did. You met new people <laughs> and you won them over and then you won the challenges and you've done none of that. Yeah. It was really harsh. That inquisition, uh, that uh, interrogation was super <laughs> fucking harsh. And when he walked away, he got like 20 feet away and then he just turned back and looked at them and they like, gave him like a shoo shoo yeah like it was wild it really was so sean goes home okay and then um when uh idris wins um laurel shouts that's what i like to see from the rafters and then he shouts are you not entertained yes because they always say that why must they always say that it's just what happens when you're hyped up in a in a, an arena then we learn from tj that you can change your allegiance. Nick, explain this to us. So after you win uh, in the arena, um, is that what they're calling it? The arena? It's the playing, the proving ground. The pr and when you win in the proving ground, um, you now get to choose whether or not you want to stay on your team and fight for your country or you want to flip, become a turncoat. And play for the other team. It's a wild, wild. And they show CT, and CT's laughing his ass off. And I don't know why, but probably because he's the only guy that's playing for a country that's not his. Oh, I guess Turbo as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be... Do you like that twist? Yes, I do. Really? I want a bunch of twists, and I don't want them to come in later in the game. I want people to strategize with them. I want as much drama as possible out of these shows as much as i can possibly i don't know get. if i like this twist i like it takes it. away the team aspect of it there is no team aspect of it you can now vote your own team in there to get their head chopped off against a guy like joss in like a muscle man competition yeah it's it this is all about turning on your friends folks and that's why we love the challenge <laughs> Well, you guys, that's been it. I have to say that I'm incredibly thrilled to begin this journey with you all. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at RealityBlowsPod. Email us at RealityBlowsPodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget our Monday show, okay, where we talk about our lives and we talk about whatever show that we're watching. Also, um, follow Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato, and you can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. Please rate our podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app 
write a little something nice in the review box. That would help us out immensely. And we thank you for it. Guys, we'll be back on Monday with our regular episode. And a week from today, we'll be back with the second recap for the second episode for the 34th season of the challenge. That's War of the Worlds 2, folks. And may TJ always say it's nice to meet you. And may Idris entertain us. Bye.